In this episode of Pastor Brad Rocks, there's a question that I get asked every single day, and I know you get asked the same question. It goes like this. How you doing, man? Right? We all hear that. We introduce or we, we greet somebody or whatever. We pass them in the hall. How you doing, man? And my answer is probably very close to yours. 99.9% of the time I say, I'm all right, man. I'm doing just fine or something like that. What does that mean? Right? What, what does that really mean? I'm, I'm fine. I'm, I'm doing all right. Depending on who you are, I guess that could, that could mean a lot of things. But for the Christian to say, I'm all right, I am doing just fine, that truly has some significant meaning. And we're going to talk about that today. When we finish this episode, the next time you say, I'm all right, I'm doing just fine, you're going to know what you mean by that. And it's going to inspire you, man. It's going to encourage you. I'm so glad you're with me today, man. I also get to share a song with you called I'm All Right. It's a track from my uh, 2004 release, Out of the Hell Hole. It's inspired by a Van Halen tune. We'll get to all that here shortly. Right now, man, I'm just glad you're here. I'm ready to do this. I know you're ready to do this. God is in it. He's, he's here with us, man. He's ready to fire us up and rock us up. So let's do this. Pastor Brad here, your 80s heavy metal, head-banging, Jesus-loving online pastor. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the Pastor Brad Rocks podcast. Hey, wherever you happen to be listening to this episode, be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss any future episodes. If you're enjoying these podcasts, whatever platform you happen to be on, if you can leave a thumbs up or a comment or share this episode with a friend, that would be awesome to help the audience grow. God bless you, man. Thank you in advance so much for that. And now... Let's move on to the point of today's podcast. The Christian can honestly answer the question, how you doing? I'm good, dude. I am all right. I am doing just fine. Yep, circumstances may be really, really hard. The world may be going crazy, but I'm all right. Because, listen to this, here's what the Bible says. 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3. His divine power has given us, that is us who are in Christ, everything that we need for a godly life through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. That's quite a mouthful, isn't it? I mean, Peter there says we have everything we need as a believer in Christ. Everything we need, dude. That's why we're all right, okay? Well, today I wanna unpack that a little bit. I wanna help you really understand what it means to be all right in Christ. And I got three thoughts for you today, okay? The first thing I want you to know is that you're all right because in Christ, you have a new identity. You have a new identity. Everybody needs to know who they are. Everybody needs to know who, who they are, where they come from, why they're here, and where they're going, man. And in Christ, you know that. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 says, if anyone is in Christ, that means you've surrendered your life to Jesus. You've turned away from your old life, said goodbye world, I'm not living for you anymore. You've turned to Christ, I'm living for you. I'm a disciple, right? If anyone is in Christ, they are a new creation. The old is gone. Your old life, it's gone. I know you can still remember it. Don't worry about that. It's covered in the blood. The old life is gone. The new life in Christ has come. You have a new 
identity. I just jotted a couple things down here that the Bible says that you are in Christ in terms of your identity. You're adopted. You're a child of God. God has adopted you into his family through Jesus. You're born again. <laughs> That's amazing. What that literally means is you've been born from above, okay? The Spirit of God has come into your life and, and, and reawakened something that was dead because of sin. When forgiveness came into your life, when the blood of Jesus covered your sin, the Spirit came in and regenerated, brought back to life that part of you that was dead because of sin. And so now you've been born into this relationship with God as your Father. You are a child of God, you're a witness. Jesus said that when the Spirit comes on you, you'll receive power, and that power comes so that you can be a witness, so that you can tell other people your B.C. cross A.D. story. You know what that is, right? Everybody's got one. Every Christian does. B.C., before Christ, this is what my life was about. All right? Then This is how I encountered the cross. This is how I learned about the gospel. This is how I learned about what God did for me through Jesus. And now here's my AD story. Here's how God has changed my life. Yeah, I'm a process. I haven't arrived yet. Paul says that same thing in Philippians. I haven't arrived, but I keep pressing forward toward the goal. That's your testimony, man. Everybody ought to be able to give your AD cross or BC cross AD story in about two minutes. Always be prepared to share that, man. And then also, you're an ambassador of the kingdom of God, Paul says in uh, Corinthians. You're an ambassador. You represent God. Peter tells us you're a, that we are royal priests. We are representatives of God as part of his family. We are heirs of God. Man, you have a new awesome identity in Christ. How awesome is that? Number two, you have a new purpose in Christ. You have a purpose for living, a reason to wake up in the morning. Everybody needs to know, number one, who they are. Second, everybody needs to know their purpose for living. Why are you on this planet, man? What's, what's the point, right? Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. Paul tells us that we were created anew in Christ Jesus, right? Just like 2 Corinthians where we said we're a new creation in Christ. When we, when we turned our life and surrendered it to Jesus and received him as Savior and Lord, we're a new creation. So in, in Ephesians 2, he says that we were created anew in Christ to do good works that God prepared in advance for us to do. So God made us new. We're his workmanship, Paul says at the beginning of that verse. We're his masterpiece. Uh, the, the New Living translates that verse with that phrase. We are his masterpiece, his workmanship, and he created us to live a life of purpose. He created works for us to do. He already knows what they are. We don't have to freak out. All we have to do is wake up every day and say, Lord Jesus, I love you, and I want to shine for you today. Help me to, to speak words that, that glorify your name. Help me to live and, and, and express actions that glorify your name, right? Make choices that glorify your name, and I guarantee you will walk in those works that God has for you. It's all about a surrendered heart. Matthew 6, Jesus said, here's the deal. Here's what you need to do. He, he doesn't give us 14 things we need to do. He gives us one. He says, seek first, seek first, make it your number one priority. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, which is what I just described. Lord, I want to live a life that reflects the values of your kingdom. I want to, I want to live a life that, that brings glory to you, your righteousness. I want to walk a lifestyle that reflects that I'm a child of God, that you live inside of me, right? I want to seek that. I want to live out things and ways and words that, that bring glory to you. That's what Jesus 
Jesus said, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And then he says, all these things that we stress about and worry about, the whole context of that passage is people are stressed about whether they'll have enough uh, food or clothes or, or, or you know shelter. Jesus says, seek first his kingdom and he'll take care of you. Okay, that's awesome. And then one more verse, 1 Corinthians 10.31. There's a few places that Paul says things like this. This is awesome. In 1 Corinthians 10, 31, Paul says, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do. That's a pretty broad statement, isn't it? Whatever, you can fit just about anything into whatever. Whatever you do, do it for the glory of God. Now, that clearly crosses off some things, right? Because we're not gonna do things that don't bring glory to God. So that helps us say, okay, that list is out. But as far as what we're gonna do with our life, Paul says, look, it's not like there's this one thing out there. I, I used to stress about this. I used to think, okay, am I doing God's will? Am I where I'm supposed to be? Am, am I supposed to be in this job or am I supposed to be doing that with my life, right? Almost like I'm looking for the needle in the haystack. I gotta find that one thing. And if I do that one thing, then then maybe then I'll be in God's will. And, and what Paul's saying here is it's not about finding the needle in the haystack. It's about the whole haystack, dude. In other words, it's not about what you do. It's about your motivation for doing it, right? So if, if you work at that factory, if you're a teacher, if you're, if you're a construction worker, if you work in a, in a business, if you're a businessman, if whatever it is that you do for a living, right, you get up and say, Lord, I'm going to do what I do for the glory of God. When I interact with people, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak your words to them. I'm going to demonstrate your kindness and your love and your character wherever I go, man. I'm going to live my life and do my job for the glory of God. You are right in the middle of his will and you are walking out your purpose and you are doing those good works that God created you anew in Christ Jesus to do because your life's purpose is to glorify God. That's awesome. Everybody needs to know who they are. Everybody needs a purpose to live for. And number three, everybody needs a future to look forward to. Everybody needs a future to look forward to, man. And in Christ, you have a new future, an awesome future. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. This is a classic verse that Christians through the ages have, have just clung to. It's so good. There's a powerful background and context to this verse. Just know that the, the, the prophet is speaking to God's people when they were trapped in a, in a place of bondage and uh, they were actually slaves in a foreign land and uh, they needed hope, man. And here's what God said to them and what he's saying to you in Christ. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you. Okay, so there are plans and God has them and he has you in mind and he loves you and he's got this worked out, okay? Declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you. Let that sink in, man. God's plan for you is to prosper you. That does not mean give you a million dollars and all the stuff you want, okay? That wouldn't fly. I mean, if you look down through the, the history of Christianity around the world, a lot of Christians were incredibly poor and had nothing. So that's not what this is talking about. Prosper. This is along the lines of what Jesus talks about in the Gospels when he said, I've come to give you abundant life, right? Peace and joy and hope and strength in your heart and awareness that you're, you're loved, that you know who you are, right? That you have your purpose for living for, that you wake up and say, Lord, this is the day you have made. I will rejoice and be glad in it because I'm your child and you're going to walk with me through everything. I'm going to prosper you. It's awesome. There are a lot of rich people that aren't prospering. 
okay? But God says his plan for you is to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope. Oh my goodness, friend, look around. The people that work beside you, they need hope. They need to know. I mean, this is a dark world. There's so much negative junk around us in this world. We need to know that there's hope. Now, biblical hope is confidence in God. Okay? This is why I have hope. I wake up and I say, yeah, man, everything looks kind of junky around me today. I mean, there's a lot of bad stuff, but I have confidence in God. I know I'm his child. I know he loves me. I know his spirit is in me. I know his promises are true. And I know he's coming back for me, right? I I have something to look forward to. All of this is going somewhere. I have a purpose to live for now. And I know that it's all headed for a beautiful future. Because the prophet says, I'm going to give you hope and I'm going to give you a future. That is so cool. Friend, right now we are literally, as Christians, we are living between two worlds. We live in this world, but we are citizens of the kingdom of heaven. Every day we wake up and say, yep, I've got work to do. I've got things to do. I've got things I enjoy doing. All of that's good. Right now I'm sitting here making a podcast in this here and now. But I also know that I'm a citizen of heaven. I'm a sojourner in this world. This world is not my home. I am headed for a much better one and I can't wait to get there. I look forward to that day and I have hope because of that in everything that I do. So when I say, I'm all right, dude, I am doing just fine. That's what I'm talking about. Jesus is in me. I know who I am. I know why I'm here. I know my purpose, and I know where I'm headed. I have a beautiful identity, purpose, and future in Jesus Christ. And you do too, man, if you're in Christ. It's so awesome. So now let's talk about this song, I'm All Right. Musically, it was inspired by a Van Halen tune. I mentioned that at the beginning. It was a song called Finish What You Started. It was on their OU812 album that came out in 1988. It features kind of a real clean guitar sound and a cool groove. Uh, I never owned the album or anything, but it was a radio tune, so we all heard this a thousand times. And back in the day, it was a MTV video and all that stuff. Um, but anyway, it's a very popular song. So it kind of got in my head. Now, this is, this is like the power of this kind of stuff, right? I didn't listen to that song for years, man after it, it, it came out, right? But then all of a sudden, I'm sitting down and I'm noodling around with my guitar and I play something and I'm like, ooh, that kind of sounds cool, playing around with a clean sound. And that groove, the groove from that song came into my mind. Now, I didn't copy it or anything like that, but this song, you'll you'll hear kind of a, 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 a sense of that inspiration. You'll hear it in the music. Now, lyrically, of course, this song is all about what we've just been talking about. The fact that in Christ, man, I am all right. I am doing just fine, and you are too, in Jesus Christ. I hope it rocks you up, man. I really do. Thanks for hanging out with me. Here it is, man. My tune, I'm all right.
Thanks so much for hanging out with me on this podcast. I hope you really enjoyed it, and I hope it totally rocked you up for Jesus. As we wrap things up here, let me quickly say, if you dig what I'm doing, man, and you're blessed by the music, the podcast, the teaching videos, etc., and you want to support this ministry, this mission to reach classic metalheads for Jesus, I want to invite you to head over to my Patreon page and learn how you're just couple dollars a month will make a huge difference in this ministry. And also about some amazing exclusive benefits that you'll receive in exchange for your support. The link to my Patreon page will be at the very top of the show notes. So head over there, check it out, learn about it, pray about it. And whatever you decide, man, God bless you. Thanks for being part of the Pastor Brad Rocks family, man. Remember to like, share, subscribe, leave comments, all those things. That helps the show to grow. Really appreciate it. Stop by PastorBradRocks.net sometime. Over there, you can learn all about the ministry, the music, it's some free uh, music downloads, all kind of cool stuff. Also, if you're interested in following Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, best decision you'll ever, ever, ever make, promise bar none. You can learn about that over at pastorbradrocks.net as well, or leave a comment here. I'll get back with you. Shoot me an email at pastorbrad at AOL.com. Yes, I still use AOL. Isn't that amazing? (laughs) Thanks for hanging out with me, man. Until next time, keep your eyes on Jesus. God bless you. Pastor Brad, out.